Time for seafood news. Howdy, y'all. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast brought to you by Foreign Trade Data. Reduce uncertainty, minimize risk, and uncover opportunities with the only website designed exclusively for the seafood import-export community. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Thanks for joining us. In today's top story of the week, SeafoodNews.com confirmed with Congressman Darren LaHood's office that the politician representing the 18th District of Illinois did submit a letter to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Kevin K. McLean regarding a seafood exporter and importer that is possibly evading duties. The letter in question was submitted to the CBP commissioner on May 17th and requested that the government agency investigate an e-allegation that was filed on May 12th. The e-allegation involves M Seafood Corporation, a U.S. importer and subsidiary of Minfu Seafood Group, which is the largest exporter of shrimp in Vietnam. LaHood wrote, A collection of Vietnamese producers and exporters of frozen warm water shrimp called the Minfu Group has allegedly been circumventing the anti-dumping duties on frozen shrimp from India causing harm to U.S. shrimp producers and creating hazards for U.S. shrimp consumers. The Minfu Group is accused of purchasing substantial quantities of frozen shrimp from India, minimally processing the shrimp in Vietnam, and selling the shrimp to the United States through their related U.S. importer, MC Food Cor- uh, Corporation, as Vietnamese product. If true, CBP must address this ongoing evasion of the Indian shrimp anti-dumping order and mislabeling of merchandise to, as soon as possible. The allegations against MC Food Corporation and Minfu Group come almost three years after the Department of Commerce revoked anti-dumping duties of frozen shrimp from the Minfu Group. While anti-dumping duties on frozen shrimp from Vietnam, India, and other countries was put in place by the DOC in 2005, it was revoked in July 2016. Because the anti-dumping duties were revoked, frozen shrimp that was produced and exported by the Minfu Group were no longer subject to Vietnam shrimp anti-dumping duties. The company was also no longer subject to annual inspections by the DOC and no longer required to provide information related to their production or sales. Uh, LaHood also wrote in the letter that Minfu Group significantly ramped up exports to the U.S. through MSeafood to take advantage of its excluded status and that they have grown exponentially to become one of the largest exporters of shrimp in the world because of its increased sales into the U.S. So Minfu has two processing plants and shrimp farms in southern Vietnam. The company, which accounts for approximately 20% of Vietnam's total shrimp exports, exported nearly 67,500 metric tons of shrimp in 2018 with an export value of $751 million. Just this past May, Japan's Mitsui and company announced that they would be acquiring a 35.1% equity interest in Minfu as part of a $150 million deal. We'll have more on the story as it continues to develop. But in other news, we reported in late May that an algae bloom in Norway killed an estimated 8 million salmon at fish farms, wiping out more than half of the year's expected sales growth. Salmon prices were down last week due to an increase in harvesting volume. However, the Norwegian whole fish market is now trending higher on all sizes. Following the news of the algae bloom, Ernerberry market reporter Janice Schreiber reported on May 30th that the European whole fish market continued to trend lower out of Norway. Overall supplies were reported to be adequate to fully adequate for a fair demand, but some lower offers were noted on all sizes. Now supplies are light, and buying activity is reported to be light as well at the higher offers. According to Norwegian Seafood Council, the Norwegian Fisheries Directorate is reporting that about 13,000 tons of salmon have died due to the algae bloom. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. 
The bloom is still being closely monitored by the directorate, and the office is reporting that the situation is still requiring continuous contact between government officials and salmon farmers. For those unfamiliar with the situation, warm, still weather can cause aquatic plants to grow, which can then trigger an algae bloom. Uh, farmed fish, which are trapped in cages, can suffocate when the algae sticks to their gills. Thanks, Lauren. In other news, the first right whale death in Canada for 2019 has been reported. The DFL released a media statement last week that the dead whale was found drifting in the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Obviously, it's upsetting because there's only approximately 411 right whales remaining in the world. But it's also upsetting just for the fact that the DFO and fishermen have been taking precautionary measures in an effort to avoid this. Just last month, the DFO closed fishing areas in the Gulf and Quebec regions due to the presence of more than three North Atlantic right whales. The closures followed a grid system, and the DFO utilized real-time monitoring to close those specific grids only when the whales were nearby. The news of the first right whale death in Canada for 2019 comes a couple weeks after the DFO announced that a surveillance plane spotted seven new calves in Canadian waters. It was a welcome sight, especially considering that there were no calves born in 2018. Moving along, the Standing Fish Price Setting Panel has made a decision regarding the price reconsideration for the 2019 snow crab fishery. Last week, the FFAW Snow Crab Negotiating Committee submitted a final price offer of $5.07, while the Association of Seafood Producers, ASP, submitted a price of $4.95. The panel made the decision to approve FFAW's proposal of $5.07. The panel released a statement saying that they carefully considered the presentation of the parties and that they see less uncertainty and an improved outlook for the rest of the year. They said that in the interest of fair sharing, an improvement in price is warranted. For those that haven't been following along, FFAW filed an application with the Standing Fish Price Setting Panel to reconsider the minimum price on snow crab. FFAW and ASP are only allowed to submit one application for a price reconsideration on snow crab per year. ASP submitted their application in May with a price proposal of $4.90, which was approved and went into effect on May 18th. That number had replaced the harvester price proposal of $5.38, which was a $0.48 cent reduction from the highest minimum price ever set for snow crab. FFAW's recent application was based on the assertion that the crab market has rebounded in the period since the panel's May 17th decision. Price for five eight ounce sections increased uh, fifteen cents from seven dollars and ninety five cents to eight dollars and ten cents. The argument from FFAW was that the price changed the trajectory of the market. Now, are you ready for some fun news? Oh, finally. Uh, yeah, right. So, if you love Old Bay seasoning like I do, then you need to enter the ultimate Old Bay contest. All right, I'm on board. So, Old Bay, not to be confused with Old Spice, which I think. They should possibly switch names because Old Spice, it's like Old Bay is actually a spice. Mm, Old Spice interesting. is not Or really maybe a... do a little collab Ooh. with like a... I, would, I wouldn't mind if my husband smelled like Old Bay. If it was like a cologne. <laughs> Old Bay Old Spice. Okay. Mm. We're getting a little off track here. But you know what? This might actually be right on track. We're on something. Okay. Yes. So Old Bay, they launched a campaign to find the ultimate fan. And they're searching for this ultimate fan on Instagram with the hashtag... Old Bay Fan Contest. So hashtag Old Bay Fan Contest. So those Old Bay fanatics, and they give the example of like Old Bay tattoos, wedding cakes. Imagine a wedding cake made from Old Bay. Um, family sweaters, cross-stitching. No. No, you can't imagine it. <laughs> they, um, you just need to share your photo with the hashtag Old Bay Fan Contest and tag at Old Bay underscore seasoning. And uh, you could possibly win by just showing, you know, how big of a fan you are. Let's enter. What can we do? 
uh, I think I'm just going to create my old bay, old spice. <laughs> okay. Alone. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But you're right. So, so you're not on board with the cake. Uh, no, unless it's like a crab cake. Oh yeah. Wedding cake. Yeah. I cannot like get tiered. enough. Yeah. I cannot get enough, uh, old bay on, on my crabs. Yeah. I like that. Also Delish. French fries. I'm an old bay French fry fan as well. Have you ever had it on eggs too? Ooh, no. Yum. It's All right. good. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> but um, no, actually, uh, Dead uh, Rise Old Bay Summer Ale. It's um, Flying Dog Brewery. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're out of Maryland. Mm-hmm. But so they created a beer, and it was um, brewed with Old Bay, and it supports True Blue, which is an initiative to support the Maryland blue crab industry. So um, I've been a fan of that. But like, I don't know if I share that. I don't think that's enough to be the ultimate Old Bay fan. Hmm. Well, if we do a, a collection of all these things, maybe yeah. it's enough. Yeah, but I wonder, like, let us know if you're a huge Old Bay fan. I want to see the people you... with Old Bay tattoos. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. Do you think the, the new Gordon's Fisherman has one? Ooh, see, I would get his tattoo, his face tattoo, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> it's I Highliner. Bet, I bet he, oh, the Highliner, highliner yes. Sci- sorry, sexy, Highliner. Sexy Highliner. Yes, I bet he would use the Old Bay Old Spice deodorant. Ooh. <laughs> So Highlander, let us know what 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 uh what the good old cat does he smell like. like? <laughs> <laughs> We're curious. Anyway, those interested in participating in the contest can submit their photos on Instagram through August twentieth through eleven fifty nine Eastern PM. Also, I forgot. Lauren, tell them what they win. You get you get the ultimate old bay fan trophy as well as an old bay electric scooter. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, that was actually really good. That's a pretty cool prize. I, don't know oh, yeah. I, I want that electric scooter. Yeah. I'd, I'd ride around the office in that. Ooh, yeah. That'd be fun. Going to the printer. Yeah. Going into the elevator to go down. I hope there's a little like, beep, beep, out of my way, you know? We'd have to make one. Yeah. Old Bay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, finally, we've got some wacky news to share. If that wasn't wacky enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but two fishermen were about 70 miles off the coast of Charleston, South Carolina, when they discovered a school of mahi jumping around a package. Turns out the package had $1 million worth of cocaine inside. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Or did at some point, because based on the erratic fish, it seemed like someone oh may have gotten God. out. Oh, my God. Don't yeah. eat that mahi. Nope. Um, So the Coast Guard is working with CBP, the Drug Enforcement Agency, as well as local authorities, in an effort to find the source of the drugs. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Imagine. We need like a crime dog McGruff for the seafood uh, world, for the ocean. It could be like a a bottlenose dolphin or something. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That actually reminds me. So we're wrapping up our uh, upcoming issue of The Reporter. And in this... um, Sign up for your free copies. Uh, Yes. UBReporter.com? It's uh, earnerberry.com slash reporter. <laughs> so do not go to UBReporter.com. I do not know where that takes you, but it is earnerberry.com slash reporter. But in um, in the upcoming issue, uh, we have a story on the Beagle Brigade, which is like yes, the one of my favorite things ever. So uh, We still need to get them in here for an interview. Yes. So yeah. if anyone's not familiar with the Beagle Brigade, it's through CBP. They have these beautiful dogs. Um, obviously beagles and there's some other dogs that are involved too but uh they just sniff out anything that should not be there and i just love it because they always post the funniest photos of like these dogs like and they have so cute happy. little bios of each yes. of them <laughs> and like i the one photo i cannot get out of my mind is the photo of the beagle next to like the the pig head that it found it was yeah. like a roasted pig head and this dog just looks like it's so happy that it was like look what i found dad yeah. you know he's like because i get to eat this now <laughs> oh my god i hope not <laughs> all right 
right. Well, that about does it for us. I think we went off on enough tangents. So let's end it on the Beagle Brigade. All right. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>